And here we are in a new month. Welcome to May. Also, welcome to a new episode of the NACF podcast. On today's episode, Senior Pastor Nida M. Parson talks about those issues or people that we don't like to talk about. The people and issues that we find uncomfortable, but they are necessary, especially in the kingdom, because all God wants to do is find his lost sheep. So listen up today, and we don't talk about Bruno. People, if you don't love the only folk that Jesus died for, you're not even in the kingdom yourself. But then, because you don't want to deal with Bruno, you shut the door on them too. But the Pharisees, the, the righteous people, they wouldn't even speak about the kind of things that those people do. We don't talk about Bruno. We sure don't eat with him. We sure don't sit with them. We sure don't love on them. The family rule at the time was we don't talk about Bruno. We all know Bruno. We all know Bruno. B-R-U-N-O. B-R-U-N-O. Bruno, B, bad, brazen. Broken, burden, backwards, buck wild, bound, banished, and those other two B words. Y'all know y'all got one for women and y'all got one for men. Bruno. B R R rebellious, raunchy, roguish, raggedy. Rageful, ratchet, Bruno, B, B, R, you, you, unlovable, unlikable, uncouth, unbearable, unwanted, unreliable, uncaring, ugly, Bruno, y'all know, we, we, we all know, Bruno, B, R, you, in, naughty, Nasty, no count, no good, negative, nothing, nobody's, and the other N-word. You know, we make up words with the N-word, the N-word, we put an ish on the end. You know, some of the words, I can't say those, those words because we don't talk about Bruno, B R U N O O, obnoxious, oppressive, overbearing, outcast, obscene, obstinate, odd, offensive, ornery, outlaws. Y'all know Bruno. There's the family, Bruno. You know, the one to get drunk at every family function. Or comes high already. Brings their low-down friends. Or their down-low friends. And you know, you know, the family, Bruno. The one you don't trust the little girls 
or the little boys with. Or the one who can never keep a job. Always begging. Always need a place to stay. In and out of jail. The one the kids got taken away. Been in the penitentiary for a while now. We don't. We're talking about the family, Bruno. Or it's the one who no one really knew who the real daddy was until after the funeral when the auntie started telling everything. Yeah, family, Bruno, the one, the, the, the one that the family talks in code. Mm -hmm. or, or they walk in the room, shh. Or, you know. You know? Yeah, yeah, you know. You know, the ones that, that we talk about in facial expressions instead of words. <laughs> we, we don't even talk about the family, Bruno. It, it's the relative that's been living in the back room that nobody ever sees. Or the one who lives that lifestyle that the family doesn't want anybody to know about. So even though they're present at all the family functions, everybody just acts like they don't know what's really up. They just smile and keep eating with that big old elephant sitting right in the room. Because we just don't talk about Bruno. We don't understand where they could possibly help the family or the community. We don't understand that their gift might just be their curse. Because it's not yet been revealed how this gift is really going to help the family. That's the family, Bruno. Then there's the societal Bruno. The societal Bruno, you know, the homeless, the mentally ill. The streetwalker, the crackhead, the extreme poor, you know, that neighborhood over there, that zip code over there. The, those who are caught in the things that we don't want to talk about, they're caught up in things that we don't want to face. It's the woman who's getting beaten because she's sleeping with her enemy. The alcoholic whose kids keep showing up with bruises or the undocumented who've been told they can't stay, but they know they can't go back. Or the one in the wheelchair that you don't even look at or acknowledge. Or the one with six children and four baby daddies. The sex trafficked teenager who's now a worn out young adult with no prospects but to try to go back there and see who else can wear her out. Or that boy that's being used by men for a fix or for a place to sleep. All of them have gifts. All have something to offer. All of them have been given life. All of them have a purpose, but we don't talk about Bruno. Society has rejected them and lets them walk away in isolation and they just stay in the shadows of society. Societal Bruno. And then there's the church Bruno. Now, here's Lamia's. This is where I got stuck. Because the church doesn't like Bruno. But Bruno doesn't like the church either. So they, they call us 
judgmental. I got, I got stuck here. The church and Bruno don't like it. They like each other. They, they call us judgmental because we won't talk about Bruno. Certain sins, certain issues, certain situations in the church, certain situations the church wouldn't talk about certain things. We were talking the other day about the fact that some people joined our church because we were actually having a talk about sex, a real open talk about sex, because for the most part, churches didn't talk about that. We, that sex and sexuality issues and gender issues and domestic violence or pornography or other social issues that are considered beneath us because we don't do that kind of stuff. We don't associate with people like that. That kind of conversation shouldn't even even be talked about in church and so so Bruno says y'all not being real because you won't talk about Bruno whether Bruno is a person or an issue so we're judgmental because we ignore the existence of these issues especially if they live among us so church people are too clean and they're phony Call us judgmental because we don't want to talk about Bruno. Or do they call us judgmental because they don't want to talk about Bruno? They don't want to admit that what they're doing is wrong. That it doesn't fit into the kingdom. That Christians are not supposed to act like that. That Christians don't do those kinds of things. That if the Bible says it is sin, then it is a sin. And we can't make it right just because you want to do wrong. We can't make it right because you think that's your personal truth. I got stuck on this, this church, Bruno. Because here's my issue. The Bible did say, and I quote, do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? Or what harmony is there between Christ and the devil? Or what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? What agreement is there with the temple of God and idols? Therefore, come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing and I will receive you. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 through 17. It did say that. So on the one hand, Jesus himself is fellowshipping with sinners and when the righteous questioned him about it, he said, this is who I came for. And then a few years later, you have your apostles to tell us to come out from among them and be separate. So God, do we fellowship with Bruno or not? So he says to me, I did say that. But the church took it too far. I did say separate yourself, but the church took it too far. He says, how you interact with those that are not like you. The, 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 you know, those brutal sinners. 
uh, uh, Bruno, the bad, the ratchet, uncouth, no count, obscene, the broken, raggedy, unlovable, naughty, offensive, the buckwild, raunchy, ugly, no good, outcast, the Bruno. How, how you interact with them depends on your motive. See, Jesus was hanging out with sinners with one motive. But the Corinthians, who this was written to, were hanging out with sinners for another motive. <laughs> they had a different motive. Jesus was trying to come into the kingdom with them, but the Corinthians were trying to go out with them. <laughs> Jesus was trying to come in with them. <laughs> they were trying to go out with them. God told me to explain it like this. There are two reasons why you lock a door. To keep folks in or to keep folks out. When I worked in mental health and I worked in corrections, we locked all the doors to keep folks in. But when I'm at home or when I'm leaving the church, we locked the doors to keep folks out. Let me say it like this. When I worked in mental health and corrections, we locked the door to keep Bruno in. Trust me, y'all wanted us to keep Bruno in. But when I'm at home and when I'm at the church, we lock the doors to keep Bruno out. <laughs> we try to keep Bruno up out of here. There, he said there's also two reasons that you open the door. You either open the door to get in or you open the door to get out. Jesus said, look, I came to unlock the doors to the kingdom of heaven. Because there's some folk who had been locked out. So other sheep I have who are not of this fold, you call them sinners, but I love them and they are mine. You don't understand them. You don't see the gift in them. You're embarrassed by them, but them also I must bring and they have just as much right to be in the kingdom as you do. But now once they are inside, now I'm saying to them, don't go back to where you came from to live like you used to live. Come out from among them and be stay separated. And the only reason that you need to go back hanging with them is because you're going back through that door to bring some more sheep out and into the kingdom. No, you can't go back to do what they used to, what they do, but you can go back to bring some more folk out and into the kingdom. So don't say stay so separated that you only share me with people who already know me. Because we do that all day on Sunday. I share him with people who already know him. And we were taught to say so separated from the world that we didn't even know unsaved people. Said so the church took it too far. You got too arrogant. You got too above yourself. He said, so yes, I need you to go where they are. I need you to, yes, talk to them. Yes, sit with them. Let's love on them. Yes, tell them. Let them meet Jesus in you. And when you go there and fellowship with Bruno, then you can bring Bruno out. You can bring them and lead them and walk them out. 
And so later on, he says this. In Matthew 23, he says, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. You yourself do not enter, nor will you let those enter who are trying to. In other words, he's telling the religious folk, if you don't love everybody, you're not in the kingdom yourself. I'm going to say that three times. If you don't love everybody, if you don't love all these groups of people, if you don't love all these folk that Jesus died for, you're not even in the kingdom yourself. But then because you don't want to deal with Bruno, you shut the door on them too. So you have the family, Bruno. You have the societal Bruno. You have the church Bruno. B-R-U-N-O, the brazen, the roguish, unlikable, nasty, and the odd, the bound, the rebellious, the unwanted, the nobodies, the ornery. And I was, as I was listening to God download this word to me, Keith, it occurred to me that I was Bruno. I used to be the one that they whispered about. I knew people talked about me, but they wouldn't say it to me. Or if they did say something to me, it was like a Pharisee talking to a tax collector. Because I had some issues. I was different. I was weird. I, I had some mental and emotional deficits. I didn't seem normal. And my family was perfectionistic. They were proper, they were strong. My parents were these exceptional people and, and our family did denial really well. They were exceptional, strong people and I wasn't strong like them. I was weak, I was weird, I was a little odd. Uh, and so because my family did denial so well, those of us who were raised in strict, uh, I shouldn't say it, I'm going to say it, in strict holiness backgrounds, we, we did denial real well. And because my family did denial real well, I was on my own to work out my issues because the family rules seemed to be we don't talk about Bruno. So it occurred to me, as, as, as I went down memory lane, it occurred to me that today I wasn't just speaking to the church. I was also talking to Bruno. Are you a Bruno? Are, are you Bruno? Are you the one with the issue no one wants to talk about? Are you the one they whisper? about? Are you the one who walks in the room and people start speaking in code? Or speaking in facial expressions? Or you hear, right when you walk in, you hear the shh. Are you the one that society has written off? Are you the one that the family hides their purses from? 
Are you the one with the private secrets of the things that you've done that you don't even talk about? You know, ask me no questions, and I'll tell you no lies. Are you the one that lost your kids, that has a past? Are you the one that's quiet about it because you're still trying to get that thing off your record? You haven't said anything about it. You're trying to get it expunged. Are you the one that has not told us your testimony? Because we don't talk about Bruno. It's so it occurred to me that I have been Bruno and and since we say church folk ain't real, let me get real. Not only it occurred to me that, that I have been Bruno in, in the past, it also occurred to me that sometimes there's still a Bruno in me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't talk about Bruno. Yeah. We're not talking about Bruno. Are you Bruno? Or is there a Bruno in you? Either way, I got some good news for you today. <laughs> What's the good news? That Jesus came to find and to fellowship your Bruno. You have a gift too. You have something the kingdom of God needs. We may not understand you right now, but you are in the family. Your past nor your present is an issue up in here. You can come. You don't have to look like the other sheep to come. You don't have to talk like the other sheep to come. You don't have to have live like the other sheep to come. You don't have to think like the other sheep to come. You don't have to dress like the other sheep to come. You don't even have to smile like the other sheep to come you can come the door is open come and the door swings both ways we'll come to you or you can come to us but it's time for us to be family it's time for us to be one flock with one shepherd so what is the point of this sermon I, I say God this is kind of weird I'm preach this cartoon and talk about this Bruno and it's, it's kind of weird God but so, so tell, tell me so I don't miss it and so they don't miss it what is the point of this sermon and he said to me I'm fighting for my other sheep I'm sending this word to the house of Antioch today because I'm fighting for my other sheep. I got these other sheep that I need y'all to pull out of the world, but we become too arrogant. We become too clean. We become too above them. We don't like Bruno and Bruno don't like us. He said, but I got to send this word because what I'm getting ready to do in this house, I'm fighting for my other sheep. And if you get this word to them today, it's going to save somebody that they've already written off. God is getting New Antioch ready for a major shift. We're being asked to join into God's activity and he's getting his family out of this world. And if we're going to be effective, we're going to have to level up our fellowship. We have to level up our fellowship to whoever he has called. If they can hear his voice and answer him, 
They belong to him. And if they belong to him, they belong to us. Amen. He said they're going to hear my voice. No matter how hard they look, no matter what they're doing right now, if they can hear my voice, they, I will come in and I'll sup with them and they sup with me. If they hear my voice, they belong to me. And there's going to be one fold and one shepherd. So by the end of the movie, Bruno was back in the family. Sorry if you haven't seen the movie. Spoiler alert. Bruno was back in the family. And that's where God wants us today. Back in the family. Some of you that are listening live stream, that's why you're not at church now. Because you feel like Bruno. And we don't understand. You don't even understand your gift. Some of you don't talk about Bruno. And Jesus is here to open up your heart and to level up your fellowship. Some of you are Bruno right now. And Jesus is here to say, it's time for you to come home. Some of you listening, you're Bruno right now. And Jesus is saying, it's time to come home. We're the family that you've always been a part of. He never stopped being a part of the family. You're the family. We are the family you've always been a part of. Come on home. And some of you have a Bruno in you that you've been ashamed of and you won't talk about. Some of you have some stuff you won't Talk about the Bruno in you. And Jesus is here this morning to set you free from shame. And to assure you that you are needed in the kingdom. You don't have to hide it anymore. It's fellowship. There's an old hymn that says, what a fellowship. What a joy divine. Leaning on the everlasting arm. What a blessedness, what a peace of mind, leaning on the everlasting arm. My dad used to sing a song called Friendship with Jesus, Fellowship Divine. Oh, what blessed, sweet communion. Jesus is a friend of mine. But we'll go on to the 21st century. You know my name. You know my name. You know my name. You know my name. Oh, how. Oh, how. 
if your name is Bruno. He knows my name. I want you to know God sees you this morning, this afternoon. He knows my name. And he just wants to fellowship with you. Oh, how he walks with me. Oh, yes, he will. time for you to join the family time for you to come back home if you're listening by live stream it's time for you to come back home and so if you need to rededicate some of you have been out you've never been home but that doesn't make us any less your family this is a family you were born and born again to be involved in it's time for you to find home and if you're in here today, or if you're listening today, and you're ready to say, you know what? Just as I am, I can come just as I am. And so I am ready. You may be praying this prayer for the first time to dedicate your life to God and connect you to this family. This is the fellowship. This is this joint life that the Holy Spirit wants to have with you. Pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I want to be in your family. Forgive me for everything I've done wrong. I give you permission to change my life. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you believe that, as we say, I can give you the words, but you got to have the heart. If you believed that in your heart, then you just step through the door. You're on this side now. You're our family, and we want you to be a part of our family. If you're here in the room right now, and you prayed that prayer a minute in your heart. And this is the first time you prayed that prayer. Or if this is a rededication for you. It's a, if it's a comeback home for you. Just raise your hand. You don't have to come up here. But if you raise your hand. If, you, if, if she's. You get saved baby. You believe in Jesus. What's her name? Don't get saved me. What's your name honey? I can't hear you. Aubrey. Aubrey, I believe in the salvation of children. I was eight years old when I said this prayer, and I've been saved ever since. And so we're receiving you. God, change her, touch her, save her, covenant with her. Just because she had, for whatever reason, to raise her hand, God, her salvation be sealed now in the name of Jesus. All right, woman of God. How old are you, Aubrey? 
Say it loud. Four? Four is all right with Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, my children, y'all get up, Brent. Make sure she knows that this her church family. Anyone else that prayed that prayer today? That rededicated themselves? Or that prayed it for the first time? There's a book I want you to have. We want to start you on this journey. Now, if you're listening by live stream, just put it in the comment section. I'm home. I'm coming home. I need a family. I want to connect. And so what I want you to put in the comment section and we'll get you that book. Or you can go to newantioch-aliante.org. Get connected to your family. You may have already been saved, but you need to be connected to your family. Get into one of our community groups. Come on to come see us. Bring the whole family. We're your family. But who I want to pray for today. Are those who, again, we want God to take away all shame. This is a place where you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to be judged in this house. What they call us judgmental or not. We're not we, you don't have to be judged in this house. All, all of us has either been Bruno or had a little bit of Bruno in us. Come on now. If we really knew your whole story. Come on now. No shame in this house. If you say, you know, I've been Bruno. I've been Bruno, and that has kept me from staying connected to the family. And there's some hurt involved in it. There's some rejection involved in it. And I've been kind of stuck in this place. I know the door is open, but I haven't been wanting to come back, come through it. I haven't wanting to hang out with the family because of those issues, because of how people saw me, because... I don't look like, talk like everybody else. But I'm saying, God, I'm bringing my heart to the altar. I'm bringing my heart to the altar to say, God, heal all of this so that I can use my gifts in the family and in the community. I want you to come and be honest enough to say, pray for me. I need to get unstuck from this place. And it might be that you're not necessarily Bruno, but you got enough Bruno and you got a little some Bruno in you. You got some stuff that you're dealing with that you really don't want to talk about. But God is here to heal it, to fix it today because he's accepted you with or without it. And if you honored us enough to say, I need, I need prayer. I need prayer. I want to be able to move on. I want to be able to connect with people. I want to feel like I'm a part of this kingdom family. Come let me pray for you. That's who God wants me to pray for today. Won't you come? I know you're here. He knows my name. Father, move on them right now. He knows my name. You may not think that's the issue, but you feel the tug that, girl, you need prayer. Man, you need prayer. There's there's something more for you than what you've been doing. You need to come. 
Come on, the family's waiting for you. He knows my name. He knows. He knows my name. Oh, how he walks with me. Let me pray for you. It's your time. We want you in the family. We want you connected in a way that you haven't been connected before. We need you to introduce yourself to the family this year. We need to know who you are in God. Father, in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for these who are ready to be full-fledged in the family. God, whatever it is, every hindrance.
Let them feel acceptance when they walk out of here. Let them feel like they're finally home. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I the Spirit of the Lord said that there are some people that you've been in church and you've been active for years. But you've never really put your luggage down. My God. Wow. Because you've never felt like you were really home. Jesus. You've been dealing with us, but you've been dealing with us with your suitcase still in your hand. Because at any time now, you about ready to go. I don't know when I'm going to have to go. I don't know when this hurt's going to come. I don't know when I'm going to be rejected. And so you never really put your suitcase down. And God is saying today, today, put your suitcase down. You're home. You're safe. This is your place. This is your spot.
ready to be who I know I am. I'm ready to be who I know I am. our hearts to who may seem like Bruno to you. If God is going to bring them, we have to be ready to accept them. And this word came today to let you know as I make a shift in this ministry, you guys are going to have to open those hearts up to people that may not look like you, that don't look like you, that don't talk like you, that don't speak like you, that you don't know and embrace them as family because they've heard his voice. And so I come against the arrogance. I come against the elitism. I come against the fear of people that are not like us. I come against those walls that you got up where you don't let anybody in. I pull them down in the name of Jesus. I come against that attitude that you don't deal with certain kind of people. I come against the attitude that you're nervous around people that are a little odd. We come against it in the name of Jesus. Open our hearts, God. Pull down that stronghold that keeps us separated from people. In the name of Jesus, we shake it out of this church. In the name of Jesus. We break it up and cast it out of this church. God, whoever you sin, we level up our fellowship. Come against the shyness. Come against the isolation. Come against the anxiety. I come against the separatism. I come against the racism. I come against the classism. I come against the sexism. In the name of Jesus, 
Help us to open up your kingdom to whoever you call. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Thank y'all for riding with that, through me with that, riding with me through that. God said this afternoon, I need to talk about Bruno. And so today, we are in just an hour or so going to do our baptism. We haven't been able to baptize in two years. And so we are doing baptism service today. We're going to do it at the house of Pastor Rene. So you need to see them to get the address. I'm not going to just throw her address out here. But uh, we need to, you need to see Sister Andrea. And uh, so you can know what to wear. Uh, and where to come and let them know if you're bringing people with you. It's just kind of down the street, down the freeway, uh, off of Sky Canyon, out in that area. And so we need to know that you're coming if you haven't responded, because we also need to have your baptism certificate. So that's going to be at 3.30, so we'll be leaving here in just a few minutes. And uh, those of you that are being baptized, um, I'm going to be like John the Baptist. Some said they would come. Some say not going to make that trip. I'm going to be like John the Baptist. He just went out there and got in the water and see who was coming to be baptized. So I'm going to change my clothes and stand up in that water. And if y'all come, I'll baptize you uh, today. Um, and this week is prayer week. It is prayer week. And New Antioch, we pray. We're doing the Daniel's Fast, fruits, vegetables, and whole grains for Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Every month we fast and pray together, and we're seeing the results of fasting and prayer. Uh, and uh, so Tuesday night we'll be here. Uh, it's from 6 to 7.15. Amen. We was in Resurrection Sunday for a minute. <laughs> uh, 6 to 7.15. Uh, we'll be here at the Aliante campus. We will be back to our prayer giants, looking at our prayer giants. And then uh, Wednesday and Thursday are at our uh, central campus from 6 to 7.15 this week. Those of you who are in my class on Thursday night, classes start at 7.15 because it's prayer week. Amen. Uh, we would like you all to uh, take a look at this flyer. This flyer is happening this Friday night. Today starts... Um, Mental Health Awareness Month, our counseling center, ACS Community Counseling Center, which stands for um, Antioch Community Services. We have our own counseling center. As many of you know, we are putting on two events for uh, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the first one is called You Gotta Get Up From Here. It is a, uh, a production uh, with spoken word and music and testimonials, and we're focusing this year on trauma. Trauma triggers and triumph. Some of your behavior, some of your Bruno-like behavior is because of trauma. It's because of things that happen to you that you don't trust anybody, that you won't let anybody close to you, that you have anger issues, that you get frustrated with people easily, that you isolate yourself. All of that could be from trauma. And so we're going to take a look at that. And there might be somebody that you know that, that, that has some behaviors that 
have a hard time trusting, that have a hard time relaxing, tell them to come out to this. It will be enjoyable, but there'll also be great information, and we and the proceeds will help someone who needs mental health treatment. The donation is $15. You can bring that with you. Uh, you can cash out when you get here. You don't worry about it till you get here um, at the door or during um, uh, during the presentation. We'll let you know how you can donate. Um, for uh, that night, uh, but it, we are asking everyone for a $15 donation. The sponsors are Agape Behavioral Center. That's uh, the uh, Sister Pam's uh, mental health organization. Uh, of course, ACS Community uh, Services, that's our organization. 180 Community Wellness Centers is Pastor Erica's um, mental health agency, then restorative uh, life and health is another one of our members, Sister Brittany Jefferson, that's her agency. And then a friend of ours, Shanika Murray has a blog for, uh, for women in mental health called Therapy, and they will also, uh, they are also sponsors uh, this week. So give this to somebody that needs to be here. You come, check it out. It's gonna be good, it's gonna be good. Also get this flyer. This is our Family Life Month flyer. This will give you everything that's happening for our Family Life Month starting next Sunday. What's next Sunday? Mother's Day. We're going to celebrate our mothers next Sunday. Um, and then we kick it off. We have our 20th anniversary gala. We have our, our uh, baccalaureate service that's on the 29th for all the graduates, high school graduates, uh, college graduates, trade school graduates, graduate school graduates uh, are going. We're going to celebrate them on the uh, 29th. And then our 5K walk for mental health awareness. Get that flyer. I don't have that. Yep, that's the green one. Uh, to sign up people to do a 5K walk for mental health. And you can donate to that. Again, the proceeds will go to someone who needs uh, therapy and cannot, or counseling and can't afford it. Um, and our, our Memorial Day church family cookout uh, is back. The church family cookout is back, also known as a picnic. But the church family cookout is back. It's going to be at Craig Ranch. All the churches are coming together, and we're going to do that. So there's a lot of things that are happening uh, in May and June. So keep get this and keep up with it so you can be, participate uh, as much as possible. Uh, also, I don't see the flyer for that one, but we do have a, um, a summer camp for the kids. There it is, kids summer camp. Uh, your kids can't stay home all day. Don't let them be home all day. Uh, that's actually cheap for a week for people to keep your kid all day and feed them five days a week or four days a week. Um, and so that starts, it looks like it starts June 1st. So uh, those of you who are interested in that uh, as well, that is through our Antioch Community Services as well. And so that's all we have. That is our service for today. I'm going to bring Pastor Sharonda uh, back up to pray with us uh, and send us home. God bless you. And I'll see some of you in the water. Take me to the water. Amen. Amen. Let's thank God for our pastor on this afternoon. Thank you for that word. We all been singing about Bruno. Me and my grandson singing about Bruno. Now Bruno means something a little different. We're going to have to, uh, it's, Bruno got deep today. We thank God for that. We thank God for that. I did want to piggyback off something that pastor said when she talked about the mental health event. You got to get up from here. I don't want you to mistake what that is. 
uh, that presentation I have seen uh, on two different times. It's always different people that present, but I promise you, you have never seen anything like that when you come to that presentation. It is a production and they do bring out the mental health, but I'm talking about singing and spoken word and monologue. And so if you are really into those types of things, you haven't seen anything like that. So do come out um, and you'll be surprised at this presentation. And so uh, thank you again for being here. Thank you for taking the balloons and celebrating with us. Oh, okay. Um, and celebrating with us. And since we got balloons, and since we already got cookies, let's say happy birthday to Pastor Darian for tomorrow. Tomorrow is his birthday. He is our teacher, our scholar. We fellowship with our Pastor Darian. We love you, Pastor Darian. Thank you for all that you contribute to the house and to our ministry. And so let us pray. Let us pray. Y'all stand up. Go ahead and stretch your legs out as we pray our way out of here. God, we said thank you. Thank you, God, for the word. Thank you, oh God, for our pastor. Oh God, thank you for the download that we needed it. Thank you for the open invitation to return home. God, that we all are welcome with you. And so we said thank you. God, send us, allow us to see those who feel like they're on the outside. Allow us to be able to sit with them to talk about you and for us to extend the invitation. Let us see the just one. Let us see, oh God, the Bruno that has been outcast or feels out, God, that we might bring them in. And so we said thank you, God, as we go out into this week. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen, amen. Love on somebody, high five somebody, and we will see you all next week. We'll see you this week for prayer week. Amen, amen. message really reached you. If you'd like to know more about our campuses, you can visit our central campus at newantioch.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org. Or for our Aliante campus, you can visit us at newantioch-aliante.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dash A-L-I-A-N-T-E. If you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry, can do so by texting New Antioch to 77977 for Aliante Campus or for Central Campus, it's New Antioch Central at 77977.